Just a quick um, injury update, just reading the club website in the last half hour, so it was seen that Jay's the bigger doubt than Antoine after the yeah. Sheffield United on, um, on Monday. Yeah, Antoine's trained, so he'll be fine. Um, Jay will just wait until tomorrow to make a decision. Yeah. And how's the rest of the squad looking? Are you yeah, okay. any anyone else coming in to the squad for the weekend? Um, possibly, but I mean, the ones who've been uh, missing from match day squads of train so again it'll be a it'll be a decision tomorrow in terms of uh, anybody coming into the squad yeah and i was just wondering how nathan baker's coming along of course and we're not expecting him back before the end of the season no no like that but um no is he it, is he the, in the building it, do you, do you, is he a regular and are you keeping in touch things like that despite the fact well I, th I think i've already gone on record by saying that he's due to have another scan and once he's had that there'll be more clar uh, clarification so it, it, the, that situation just stays the same. Um, so he, he won't be involved in uh, any games before the end of the season. And then when there's something else to update you on, we will do when it's, um, when it's appropriate, yeah. How much encouragement have you taken from the, the two games over Easter? Well, they're much more like the types of performance that we're looking for. And, um, you know, to get four points out of those two games... They, both those games look very, very difficult and, and we, I think we were very competitive in both games. Um, Sheffield United could argue that they could have uh, won, won the game on Monday and, and so could we with the, with the sorts of chances that we had in the second half um, and certainly their dominance in, in possession in the first half. It, you know, it was a pretty even game, it could have gone either way but I think probably a draw is a fair result. But I was very encouraged by the way that we went about the game. And it would be, it would be nice if you could replicate that for the final three games of the season and just show a bit of consistency yeah. and momentum um, for the final few matches. Well, the, look, that's always, that's always the challenge and that's, that's really the, yeah, that's the plan. But of course, um, now it's about just trying to make sure we're ready for this next game. Uh, Derby... Uh, were relegated at the weekend, as as we're all aware, and and you know I really feel for Wayne and his uh, staff and players based on just how competitive they've been all season. You know, for such a big points deduction, um, to to still have a, a a chance with three games to go is is incredible, really, and and uh, so I do feel for him and and. And everybody at Derby County really, because they, you know it's a it's a good club. They've got a very big, loyal uh, uh, fan base. Um, but I've got no doubt that they'll bounce back quickly. Yeah, what kind of game and what kind of atmosphere are you expecting on on Saturday? Well, I I think the the Derby fan base will get very much behind their team. I I, I would expect that, and and I think that's. That's what will happen. I think they'll show their appreciation to the to their team. Um, two teams who go into the into the game with uh, different scenarios, but also that the season is in terms of outcomes is is settled. So two youngish sides too. So uh, I would expect a good game of football. But looking at the Looking at the fixture at our place, it was a very, very tough game. And uh, on that on that occasion, we came away with three points, but it was a very even contest in many ways. And, and 
yeah, it was one of our, uh, it was a very important win for us at the time. And if I can just ask you about Wayne Rooney, he's only 36 years of age, new to management. How impressed have you been with his leadership, calmness this season, which, which has been a very difficult situation? Mm. Well, the very fact that you've mentioned those, those qualities, um, I think it's been, it, it would test anybody. It would test anybody's resolve um, and, and dedication. But he's, I think, led the group very, very well. Um, and I, I don't know him particularly well, but people I've spoken to have uh, spoken very highly about how how he's carried himself throughout the season. And from your point of view, there's only three games of the season left now. Mm. Um, what do you what are you hoping to get out of those final three matches? As many points as we can. It's really what yeah, we've already talked about. Um, you already asked the question about uh, about trying to get some sort of momentum. Um, for me, I want three performances which match our ambition, you know, and, and that is to be a, a competitive outfit at this level, regardless who you play, you know. So um, it really is a, a tough league to to be a success in, and what we have to do is is continue to find different solutions for for every game because it's um, uh, it, it really is a, a, a marathon of a season um, and as we've found ourselves with a, a number of players um, I suppose it's new to them in, in some ways and uh, but they've they've coped pretty well actually I, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday okay cheers thanks Rich I know when you um yeah about the, the the summer and and, and the shake up required is that a, a task of responsibility that you're relishing in terms of rebuilding? Uh, don't think of it like that. It's just uh, it's more a case of um, we need to shape the squad. I don't uh, <laughs> don't try and look at it from a uh, it it. Relishing it is not a word I wouldn't use that to describe how I approach any um, situation in terms of making changes to the squad. It's it's it, it's a necessity. So there'll be and most of the squad will still be here next year, and, and but additions that we bring in hopefully will will improve us in a way which um, as I've we keep talking about give us a better chance of being more successful by being more consistent so um, that's the aim that's the aim but it's not going to be a it won't be a straightforward window again and, and talking to staff from many other clubs as well um, I think the challenges for everybody this summer is is to to see how the mar market actually uh, reacts again because uh, yeah, I, I, I can't see there being huge changes from last year. How, how prepared can you be then when you don't really know the uncertainty of the market? I know that obviously there's work going on behind the scenes. You, you yeah, well, I, I can't really go into details in terms of the 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 um, how we are approaching it. I don't think it's appropriate for 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 me to talk publicly about it, but. Um, uh, our strategy will be based on what we can 
uh, appropriately do, whether that be finances and the types of players. I mean, and that's the that's that's all I'm prepared to say publicly. We'll, we'll our intention is to strengthen the squad, and but outside that, you know, I'm not going to get involved in speculation about about players because. And, and I say this every year, every year I've been a manager, you'll know about it when the deal's done, not before. And I never speculate on other people's players because I think it's disrespectful to talk about other people's players. Um, and, and likewise, players who may be leaving here as well. It's, there, is a, there is a sequence of events which need to take place before it becomes public. So unfortunately, you're not going to get a lot of change out of me with uh, with um, updates in terms of uh, speculation. But we will be working very hard collectively here to try and um, achieve the objectives that we set out, and that is to strengthen the squad. If, if you get the, the right players in, in the right positions that, that you would like, would you envisage moving to a back four next season? Is that something that you would like to do? or? Um, Again, it depends on the players that we have. The, the, the reason that we played with a, a with a, a back five or a back three in terms of central defenders has been out of necessity for a lot of the, uh, a lot of the time. But it it also suits the blend of players that we have at the moment. Whether that changes, um, it, it it will be dependent on whether the the prime targets that we're looking for are achieved. And, you know, again, without, probably next question will be, where are the prime targets then? And that'll, that'll be, well, I know where they are, but whether we can achieve them or not is another thing. So for me, it's always about uh, trying to find the right system for the players that you have. Not, um, I, you know, I, regardless of how people presume I like to play uh, on my preferred formations, I've always been quite um, uh, quite flexible in that regard. So I was known as a four-four-two man for for a long, long time. And then you come up against you, know, you come working with a, a squad where you can't do that, and you've got to change it. It's, it's quite straightforward, really, in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if you wanted to move to a back four, then you'd need a, a more of a defensive midfielder in there. No, we'd need, we'd need a, a, a very reliable defence to start with, is what we would need. And, and in terms of uh, athleticism in, in midfield and, and players who, who uh, are capable of doing a job, whether that be in a, in a four or a three. Because you already know I like playing with two up top, uh, even though some people keep putting it as a four-three-three three with a flat three. It's never been that. It's two up top with one behind. And that's how, I, that's how I like to play. And that's, we, we've had some success with that this season. Um, quite a bit of success. So that, you know, the three, three main players in those positions have done very, very well. Um, you know, we, so um, first things first, we need to try and achieve the targets that, um, in the positions that, we've, that we set out. And then we'll go from there, really. But... However we play, I would like whichever formation, I still want us to have, uh, you know, I want us to play with a, a, a good intensity. That's one of the main things, um, regardless of the system, I would like us to play with a, a lot of intensity and 
Um, the modern game it lends itself to pace and power. We've we've been able to be a, a success at times in, as an attacking team because we've had plenty of pace. So I don't want to. Yeah, I don't particularly want to change that aspect of what we already have. Um, uh, so improving the squad this year is going to be important, but it's not going to be a, a, a massive overhaul because I don't. I doubt that that is going to be possible. I, I wanted to, to ask you on uh, about, about Alex Scott. He yeah. was very interesting. He spoke last week about how. He's been a bit frustrated with his form recently. What have you made of it? Made of what? His comments Alex or the Alex, subject Alex of his comments? Um, yeah, he's probably about right. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's but, he's, but he's... But look, again, my expectations are probably a bit more realistic than his. So he's a, he's a very ambitious young man who I think has played pretty well. And even... Even when, in his own mind, he's not played at his best, he's still not been bad. No. Um, but, but as an 18-year-old, an 18-year-old who's now got 30-odd, you know, mid-30s appearances this season, and th I think 32 starts, yeah. that is quite, uh, quite an um, illustration of, of how highly we rate him at the club. And, and I also think that... Um, so even if he's not been at his best, he's still he's still been able to to be effective during games, and this is where um, this is where it's really important to recognise that the the difference between his best and worst performance probably is 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 a bit closer than than some other players who have you know have had a bit more of a roller coaster uh, of a season. So you know. Um, his his game understanding is such that even when he's not at his best, he, he can he can still contribute in a positive manner to the team. But that's also a sign of his maturity at the age of eighteen that he yeah. both on and off the pitch that he can come out and well, reflect the, on his own performances. Yeah. But the, absolutely, but that's not that's um, yeah that that's a very important quality of for players at any age actually to be able to reflect in a in a relatively even way um, so no he's a, he's had a really good season he's had a very um, impressive introduction if you like to the to the championship for his first full season um, so yeah uh, I think one <laughs> one of the important things will be to to again manage expectation next season sure. Uh, the, the, the final three games of the season is there any kind of scope for experimenting on anything that you would previously be more reluctant to do before Ex I guess the kind of safety in, was going in, to okay, experiment with what in, in particular are you okay, thinking right. about so formations stick, stick or on the line a little, go on I'll stick my neck on a little bit I'll stick my neck on the line a little bit here but Dan Bentley's performance of the last two games yeah I don't know if it's just me, but he seems to be playing a bit more of a, a sweet. He had hearts and mouths a little bit in the last outing against Sheffield United. Has he been tasked to play a bit more of a, a sweeper role? Or I expect any goalkeeper to play in in a team to be a sweeper, whether they're playing behind a, a, a back three, a back five, or a back four. 
Um, I think Dan's been, yeah, I know where you're going with that after after the weekend. But but look, that that's the thing about being a goalkeeper. If you if you make mistakes, it's normally very costly. But uh, now he's been very positive. Um, I, I think it's important that your goalkeeper is a sweeper. Um, so. I'm not aware of any specific changes that we've made that have uh, <laughs> that have uh, prompted any changes. But no, he's just been since he's been back in the side, he's been very positive. Um, and all right, it, it, if there's errors of judgment at the weekend, they weren't costly in terms of conceding goals. Um, likewise, with the goal that we did score, it started with him and a, and a you know excellent distribution. So. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but but in terms of, in terms of his starting position, maybe he's just feels more confident and more more aggressive himself now, which is, I don't think necessarily a bad sign. No, thank you, time, Nigel. Yeah, no, hey, no problem. Hey, Nigel, I hope you're well. Um, man of the match display for Ham Noah on Monday. Have you noticed an improvement in his performances the last few games? Uh, well, he's not really been. He, He's not started them all, so um, and he's you know he's still in the same situation. He, he, he uh, I think in the first half at the uh, on Monday he had a tough half, found it difficult. Second half, yeah, it's a bit more like him. So um, how other people see the game is is uh, irrelevant to me. He's, he's a young player who you know what you're going to get from. He works hard. Um, tries to he works hard for the team um, but no I wouldn't say that there's anything um, anything different he's uh, I think uh, clearly he only got on for a few minutes against Stoke because uh, our midfield on that day were 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 excellent so you know he's he's uh, pitch time's been more limited recently is that perhaps mid central central midfield perhaps the hardest position to get into because there's so many good players and different options as well? <sighs> no, again, don't think of it like that. It's it's uh, selections based on what we feel is the best thing for any given game. So it'll be the same at the weekend. Um, uh, I would say that the the forward positions are the hardest to get in because they've been scoring regularly and have been a very efficient area of our team so that's probably the hardest place to get in you've got somebody like Naki Wells who's had uh, um, fewer opportunities than he would like this season I think that shows you how difficult that area is to, to break into because we've been like I say we've been quite successful in that area and um Riley Tavel has been a bit, a bit popular on social media, but just in regards to <laughs> management, yeah. um, what, what, what's it been like to manage him? Because you did think there was an injury um, reported just around January. Have you managed him? Was it an injury still going on? So, hang on. So, is the question about him as a player or him on social media? Let me get that it clear now. It could be both. He's been quite popular. Yeah, I, listen, so. I'm aware of some of his... Um, yeah, some of the social media stuff. He's a lot. He's a really, he's a really popular lad at the club, and um, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think over the last twelve months, 
he's really come on a lot. Uh, he's had a he's had a difficult time with picking up an injury, but he's looking much stronger again now. He's back in training, and uh, hopefully by pre-season he will be in a position where um, he's involved in in the first team squad again. So I'm. I'm He's a popular lad. He's he's made real progress over the last two or three years, um, and uh, yeah, he keeps people entertained with his antics on the on on other platforms. Let's put it like that. Yeah, and it's good to see good spirits as well. With that team building exercise every yeah. week, so you instigate it was just a case of obviously just a few games left in the season. But how beneficial was that? And is, is it well, I, I think that's something to ask the players. That the when you go through difficult um, series of results, I think sometimes it's it, it's just nice to to get together and do something different and. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, but you need to ask the players that as much as anything. I always think it's it's uh, it, it's good to do th different things together as a group. So we work um, in the football sense at the training ground very very hard. Sometimes it's just nice to get off site and do something a bit different. So especially when you got Riley, so it's uh, yeah, it's fine. And uh, just uh, lastly, yeah, the twenty three is top of the league. And, yeah. uh, in regards to results, um, is, is results important at under twenty three? Of course, it is. It's 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 below the first team. It's still a development squad, but you develop quicker when you're successful. And if if you think about the number of players who have made the uh, progression from our academy into the first team pool this year. And over the well, over the last two years, I suppose, um, they can only make that progression if they are playing in, a, in an environment where where performance and and success in terms of results to a to a certain extent as well is is measured. So, you know, academies are about developing uh, players on lots of different levels, but. I think you'll find that the really successful academies are the ones which get the balance right between the two, and that is um, learning the game, but also learning how to win, because that's what we're here to do. Yeah, because it's quite a testament and to the under-20s, Alex, both side to be competitive and be top when there's some players that have gone into the first team, for example, the likes of Damon Benarus, for example, who's dropped in to the first team and the under-20s. It's credit to themselves to be at the top of the league despite losing a lot of their players to the first team. Yeah, but, what you've, yeah, but you're missing the point that, that actually what we're doing then is fast-tracking the players who are below that. So... Uh, there are players who have come to the attention uh, in the first team because they've been fast-tracked from the 18s up to the 23s. So, um, for me, it's, it, you don't look at one team in isolation. We, we look at, and I know the academy staff and, and you know, I quite often uh, walk down when Tins is having his meeting with his staff uh, and it, it's always about where you can make the uh, yeah the step ups throughout the whole academy, and that's one of the that's one of the best things about about working 
in the same building is that everybody's aware of those conversations. Thank you, Nigel. Okay, no problem.